Hey, Astros fans, Lauren Blackwell up in the radio booth with your broadcast team, Steve Sparks and Robert Ford. Sparky, good to have you back. We missed you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, good to uh, see you. Need to get back on the winning track. I, I blame that on Robert. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's 90s night, so you're dressed appropriately. Good Thank to you see very you, much. Uh, uh, in theme tonight. Hey, Robert, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on with the Astros. It's been somewhat of a rough stretch, but despite that, offensively, they're still getting hits. They're not looking too bad, just unable to score those runs. Um, what needs to click to really get this offense back to what we know and love? Well, I think they've been lacking the big hit. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. They've been getting hits. They've been getting guys on. It's just about getting guys in, and I think if they continue to get guys on, those big hits will start to come again. also thought in that last series, in particular against the Pirates, those last two games, there was a little bit of tough luck. It seemed like whenever the Astros hit the ball hard, somebody on the Pirates would make a play. That happens sometimes, uh, and you have to be able to ride through those stretches. But I think it would be really big for the Astros to get a big hit, especially if they're able to get some early and everybody can, can relax a little bit. Absolutely. Let's switch gears a little bit, Sparky. As we mentioned, it's 90s night. 90s yeah. was kind of a port uh, time in your career, in your life. Uh, what happened to you in the 90s? You know, I made my major league debut in, in 1995. Mm -hmm. That was with the Milwaukee Brewers, and the game was a lot different then. We talked about that a little earlier. Is uh, you, When you look at some of the old tapes of guys playing in the mid-90s, players were smaller. <laughs> they weren't quite as fast, and we also wore overalls during those games. <laughs> was the mound 60 feet, 6 inches yet? No, it was, it was still 40 feet. Oh, okay, okay. Robert, what have you noticed uh, in particular that's very different about the game from the 90s? Anything in particular do you stand out? Well, certainly I think when you look at the, the way guys take pitches now, you, you never used to see that. Mm -hmm. I remember the Yankees in 98, they were the first team that really would talk about wearing down a pitcher and, and getting into the bullpen and, and seeing as many pitches as you can and running up a guy's pitch count. But you didn't generally hear teams talk that way mm -hmm. uh, in the early to mid-90s. It was just the, the, the game was just played in a different fashion. And it's crazy. We'll have a lot of really fun moments in 20 years to talk about when it comes to this team. So yeah, that's absolutely. pretty cool to think about. Hey, fans, make sure you tune in pre- and post-game each and every Astros game. Sports Talk, 790 AM, 740. Steve Sparks and Robert Ford. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park where today the Houston Astros open up a three-game series against the Seattle Mariners. Astros trying to get back on the winning track after losing their last two games here to the Pittsburgh Pirates including a 10-0 loss yesterday. Jose Altuve and Yuli Gurriel each with two hits but the Astros have now lost nine of their last 11 games taking on a Mariners team that lost yesterday in Milwaukee 4-2, but Seattle, they've won six of their last eight. Astros 50 and 32, first in the AL West, four and a half games ahead of the Rangers, and 14 and a half games ahead of the Mariners, who are last in the West with a record of 37 and 48. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Astros send former Seattle Mariner Wade Miley to the hill today, and Miley, a little shaky of late, has 
Had a little difficulty getting deeper in the games like we were seeing a, a bit earlier this season. Yeah, he's walking more batters, and that's uh, attributing to the high pitch count. Uh, he's not throwing as many cutters as he was because his control of that cut fastball not quite as precise as it was the first three months of the season. So he's been going to the changeup more, and the changeup has actually been a really good pitch uh, to bail him out at times against uh, uh, some of the opponents. Uh, hitters only hitting 118 off his changeup in the month of June, but Wade Miley, when he's really good, is that cut fastball and the control of it. Meanwhile, the Mariners starting an opener tonight, Matt Carasetti, right-hander. But the bulk pitcher for the Mariners, left-hander Tommy Malone, who has been in the rotation the last few weeks. Yeah, so first of all, Carasetti probably pitches one inning for Scott Service today in the Mariners, and uh, he's a real hard thrower, so a big contrast to what Tommy Malone will give you. He's a left-hander, and the, actually the Astros hitting very well against lefties so far this season. Malone did pitch earlier in the season against the Astros and had some success, uh, but he's a soft tosser. He, he relies a lot on the changeup. Uh, so for the Astros, I think, and I always say this, against soft tossers, don't try to pull them so much. Uh, think about going the other way because the fastball is not going to beat you. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, a, a rough last two days at the office for the Astros, not only losing both of those games to the Pirates, but hitting out score 24-2 over those two ball games. And, boy, would it be good to see the Astros just get off to a decent start. That that really was a big issue on, on offense and also pitching-wise in those last two games. Yeah, your team always looks tired and it always looks lethargic, whatever you want to say, when the team gets off to a really slow start. And the starting pitcher sets that tone. And when they throw a lot of pitches, 35 to 40 pitches in that inning and give up three or four runs, then it puts everybody else on their heels. And it's tough to really generate that enthusiasm and that spark that you need, that energy that uh, uh, that this team's known for these days. So, uh, like you said, for Wade Miley to get off to a slow start, say the first two or three, or to a quick start, first two or three innings, throw a lot of strikes, get your team back in the dugout quickly, will go a long, long way for the Astros in this series. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Cy Sneed, right-hander who made his big league debut yesterday. But now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery, where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. That's drilled deep to left field, and you can't kiss it goodbye. George Springer, 1-0 Astros. And Springer drills this deep to left center field, and you can't kiss that one. Goodbye. Just to the left of the batter's eye, a leadoff home run for Springer. Springer with his 18th home run of the year. That's his sixth leadoff home run this season, and now 30 career leadoff home runs. Second in club history to Craig Biggio. Pitch on the way, ground ball left side, deep in the hole, backhanded by Bregman, off-balance throw to first. White with the stretch. Did he stay on the back? He did. Just a tremendous play. Bregman far to his right. Backhanding. Throwing on the run. 2-2 delivery. And that is hit high in the air and deep to left field. Back at the wall is Dickerson looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes for Bregman. And the Astros lead is 3-1 on Bregman's 22nd of the year. So two outs now for Michael Brantley who grounded out his last time. And the 1-1. 
That's a line drive up the middle, and that's a base hit. Altuve around third base. They're going to send him two to nothing on the RBI single by Michael Brantley. A big RBI with two outs. Just what the Astros needed. Michael Brantley, he's come up with so many big hits for the Astros this year. He's hitting better than 350 now this season with runners in scoring position. Pitch on the way, and that is lined in the left center. A base hit went against the shift, and Brantley is two for three. What is that, four multi-hit games on this road trip? On this road trip, he's got more multi-hit games than anybody else in baseball, more offensive field hits than anybody in baseball. Just a pure, pure hitter. Still amazed when teams shift him. Well, with A.J. Hinch and A.J., you got uh, three of your boys. They, they, they've got named starters for the for the All-Star game. Well-deserved. Michael Brantley, Alex Bregman, George Springer. No surprises there, were there? No, and I think the fans got it right um, and certainly proud of our guys, and we're going to be uh, pretty well represented there just with those guys alone, but there's going to be some other guys, I think, that that make their way to Cleveland for the All-Star game, and that means we have a good team. It means they're playing well and and getting the deserving recognition. I want to talk about George. You know, outside of being hurt, he's one of the more impactful players in baseball, don't you think? He is. He's. I mean, he's dynamic. We say it all the time. And, and I mean, this guy's, you know, been to a couple all-star teams. He's He's been a World Series MVP. He's There's such a difference when he's out of our lineup, you know, being injured the last month or so. And, and so getting him back is huge for this team, getting the, the, the baseball industry to reward him and get him to the All-Star game, another, another national scene for him. Um, what a great example of, of what's right about baseball. Is there anything different about Michael Brantley than what you expected this season? You know, just uh, get to know him a little bit on why he's so good. You know, I, you can see the numbers speak for themselves. You know, he's at or leading the league and hitting, you know, for again. He, he's just so, so good at, at, at playing this game, but I understand why why he's good now being around him his his methodical routine his his no nonsense approach to his preparation the um, the, the the why is what gets me. I mean, I, yeah. I, you don't, you don't know how guys are good. I don't I don't know how guys in the other dugout are good. I don't know how they get there. But when you're around Michael Brantley, you you know exactly. It's all about preparation. When you look at guys around the league and you look <clears> at the Mookie Betts and the Mike Trouts and things, do you think they're a lot the same way? I don't know. You know, I think everybody's themselves. I mean, I've got 25 guys in this clubhouse. They all prepare a little differently, and and they they're all personalities are a little different. You can coach them differently. Um, you know, last year I think one of the treats for me was being the manager of the All Star team and got to chance to be behind the scenes with Judge and Betts and, and Jose Abreu with the White Sox and, and, and Segura was there and hit a big home run and um, it, you know, Michael Brantley was in the Cleveland Indian at that point. It's just, it's fun to, to see these guys in, in that environment and, and, and I know AC will take good care of our guys in Cleveland. All right, you got a little tweak to your lineup today. Looking at the, looking at the lineup, uh, the roster wise, you, you've made a little change. Yeah, Brad Peacock's going to go on the IL for you know the next couple of weeks with with a um, you know it just doesn't feel right. There's really it's hard to pinpoint. We know he had a bad game yesterday. He didn't come out of that game feeling great. He's battled a little bit of of shoulder fatigue and a little bit of just just feeling a little bit off um, for a little while now and he's had a, he's had a, a spell of good games he's had a, a couple games where I've gotten him out of the game quickly his stuff wasn't good yesterday uh, this is a time to give him a break and get, let him get back fresh and, and and get him back in the rotation after the break one of the silver linings about yesterday's game was Cy Snead making his debut but giving you six innings and giving your bullpen uh, another day's rest he did he did a nice job in that regard he did he needed, we, you know we, luckily he was built up to 100 pitches and where he could pitch it almost like a backwards start yeah. you know like a like a 
multi-starter uh, outing. And, and given the game situation, there was low pressure, which was good for him. He was pretty amped up. We always knew he was going to throw strikes. He was able to navigate the game. You know, got dinged for a couple runs here and there. But um, when you pull your starter after three innings, you know, it, it's a little daunting to look at the, at, the, at six innings of bullpen work. And of course, we would have loved to make it closer, and then I could have gone to uh, to Osuna and Presley and Rondon. But what an experience for for. Uh, Sice need to, to get here, and a couple hours later, he's in the game and 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 through six strong innings. And, and Sice need was in spring training the last couple of years. What'd you get to know about him personally? He just got a unique story. You know, these guys all come from different places, and yeah. and you know, I you know, we hear about his substitute teaching in the off season and 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 being in Alaska, and uh, you know, he's an outdoorsman. He's a good family man. He's he's a unique personality, and and he and I don't want to say it was improbable that he got here, but it, he'd watched a number of guys get opportunities before him. He watched Armenteros and Cienel Perez and Brady Rogers and, and Ramin Gudwan and these guys all come up and he just kind of kept kept his, his head down and kept doing his work methodically and found his way to the big leagues. Last thing uh, Jordan Alvarez came out of the game yesterday uh, fouled a ball off his knee a few days ago. Uh, where does he stand right now? Yeah he's out for the day and, and, and I you know I won't use him and give him a day or two to, to, to get back back good again. You know he took an awkward swing in, this, in the one at bat he had yesterday and just felt like he couldn't push off his knee as well as he he normally does and so I took him out of the game the game was uh, we were already behind by then and and I didn't want to risk any further any further injury to Alvarez so um, we'll see if he can play tomorrow or the next day great if he can't we have an off day then we have the Colorado series where he's unlikely to play in the outfield but we want his potent bat as a pinch hit or or DH this weekend all right thanks a lot AJ good luck you guys Marty. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. There is no better place to spend a Friday night than at Minute Maid Park. That's when we pop the top and light up the sky. So put on your orange and head downtown. Come early, stay late, because Friday nights in Houston are always big and bright. Enjoy Friday Night Fireworks, presented by Phillips. Take it back to a different decade or theme every Friday night home game. Get your tickets today by visiting Astros.com slash Friday night. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Cy Snead. Made his big league debut yesterday. Pitched the, the final six innings of yesterday's game against the Pirates. And First of all, let's go back to how did you find out that, that you were going to be a big leaguer, a moment you've been obviously waiting for your entire life? Yeah, so uh, Mickey Story, our, our manager down in, tri- in AAA, he uh, brings everybody together and and um, you know kind of passes out waters and, and things to throw on on whoever's going up and made a little speech and I was expecting to go to throw water on somebody else, then all of a sudden it was all coming at me, so it was a lot of fun. And I mean, you've seen you know you've been down in AAA last couple of years. You've seen quite a few guys get that call. So but you had no inkling that that you might you might be the guy. No, I, I really didn't. Um, but yeah, like you said, I've seen a lot of guys, especially this year, go up, and so it's been really exciting. You got into the game yesterday. You're warming up, warmed up a couple of times. Uh, what was more nerve-wracking, warming up to prepare to come into the game or actually getting into the game? Um, I wouldn't say that either was particularly nerve-wracking. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty calm the whole time, and even when uh, the phone rang, or the first time I didn't hear the phone ring, and, and they just were just saying, hey, you got to get going. So the second time I heard the phone ring and, and, and knew I was going to get up. So, um, yeah, but like I said, not, not really nerve-wracking either either time, but definitely exciting. Was it one of those things where you feel like it might have been a little easier because it was out of the bullpen and going into the day you didn't know you were going to pitch as opposed to if you're starting, you, you pretty much know all day you're, you're pitching? Yeah, certainly could have. Yeah. Uh, so 
long journey for you, obviously, to 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 get to this point. What were some What are some things you've been working on this year down at AAA that you want to bring to this level? I'm uh, really trying to improve my slider. Um, it wasn't nearly what I wanted it to be last night, um, but you know, so obviously we got got some work to do there, and then just command the fastball and and um, you know using it in the right counts and, and mixing stuff. Now, notice during the game on your gloves, it says Yukon Cornelius, which, for those of who may not remember, character in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Land of Misfit Toys, has a, a beard, yeah. kind of like you. Uh, where, where, is that your alter ego? <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I've had a lot of people you know, call me that, um, you know, or just Cornelius or, or whatever, and, and Kimpy is one of the guys that really started a couple years ago, and it's just kind of snowballed since then, so... Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny when when he first started getting called that. I looked him up and I was like, "Well, yeah, that works." So, uh, so then last year I, I ended up getting on my glove for for fun, and yeah, it's it's good. He he sounds like a good guy. He does sound like a sound like a pretty good guy. Now you spend your off seasons in, the, in Alaska, is that right? So I mean, it, it kind of, it's kind of fitting. I mean, that's near the North Pole, right? Yeah, the other yeah, it's it's pretty close. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it's. Um, really cool up there and and uh that's where that's where we live in the off season so it's great how did you wind up up there you were born in elko nevada you went to high school in twin falls idaho how'd you wind up in alaska my wife is from there and so her family lives up there and uh, so then after we got married um we just kind of made our way up there do, is it hard to to train up there and and to to do some of the baseball specific stuff that you need to do um it's unique you know there's mm-hmm. there's some things i have to do to uh that are obviously probably a lot different than other guys mm-hmm. um and then usually about the first week of january i'll come down to idaho uh where i grew up and that's where i can um throw sides and and long toss and things like that so um but we make it work you like i mentioned you were born in nevada your dad was a state trooper there took a demotion basically to move you guys to idaho because he felt it would be a better opportunity for you and your brother who also played row ball uh baseball wise and i'm sure you had to really appreciate that sacrifice that your dad and your parents were willing to make for you and your brother yeah absolutely i mean that was huge um to get us into a good baseball program and, and just have more opportunities and stuff and so um, obviously it was a big move and and uh, like you said he took a demotion so that was that was huge but uh um it paid off it certainly did, and now you're in the big league. Cy Snead, thanks for joining us, and again, congratulations on making your big league debut. Thank you. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.